The vault is open. I'm Pete McCarthy. Following the Yankees' 2001 Game 7 loss to the Diamondbacks, Buster only coined the game the last night of the Yankee dynasty in his book on the team. Well, October 15, 1964 was the last day of a different Yankee dynasty, the end of the most dominating run in baseball history. The 64 World Series was the Yankees' 14th appearance in the Fall Classic in 16 years. They won nine championships in that time. The 64 team still featured some of the legends of that great Yankee run. 35-year-old Whitey Ford started Game 1 for the Bombers, though he took the loss and admitted afterward that he was pitching with a sore arm. The start in Game 1 was the final of 22 World Series starts for Ford. That is still a record, along with his 10 World Series wins. Teammate Mickey Mantle checked in at 32, and he was coming off his last elite season, one that saw him hit 35 home runs to drive in 111. He supplied his usual World Series heroics, hitting a walk-off blast the ninth to win Game 3 and added a solo blast in a Yanks 8-3 Game 6 victory that forced a deciding seventh game. Other core Yanks still playing included Roger Maris, Bobby Richardson, and Elston Howard. Also, Yogi Berra's playing days were over, but the Hall of Famer was still in the dugout managing the squad. Meanwhile, the Yanks' adversaries in this series hadn't won a pennant in 18 years. The road to the series wasn't an easy one for the Cardinals, who made up a six-and-a-half game deficit to the Phillies with just 12 games remaining. The cards were led by their ace, the intimidating and determined Bob Gibson. The future Hall of Famer took a defeated Game 2, but pitched all 10 innings of Game 5 in a Cards 5-2 win. His battery mate, Tim McCarver, hit a three-run homer in the 10th inning to put the Cards ahead for good. After the Yanks took Game 6 at St. Louis, the teams faced off the decided game on a beautiful Thursday afternoon at Bush Stadium. Gibson took the ball for the Cards on just two days' rest, while the Yanks sent 22-year-old rookie and future pitching coach Mel Stottlemyre to the hill. Let's start up the action. Here's Joe Garagiola setting the scene for NBC Radio. The calls are very loose during batting practice. Uh, you didn't really feel a whole lot of tension. If there is any tension, they hit it pretty well. Johnny Keane of the St. Louis Cardinals, the manager, he puts it very simply. He says, we're ready. We're happy to be here. Yogi, as only Yogi can say it, he says, we're ready. We're real happy to be here. And at least we all know that we're going to go home after the game today. So that's how excited Yogi was about it. Here are the lineups for the New York Yankees leading off and playing shortstop. It'll be Phil Lenz. Lenz at shortstop. Batting second, it'll be Bobby Richardson at second base. Richardson, second base. Batting third, Maris, Roger Maris. He'll be in center field. Batting fourth, Mantle, Mickey Mantle in right field. Batting fifth, the catcher, Alston Howard. Howard, the catcher. Batting sixth, Joe Pepitone at first base. Pepitone, first base. Batting seventh, the left fielder, Tom Tresh. Tresh, left field. Batting eighth, it'll be Cleet Boyer. Boyer, third base. And batting ninth will be the pitcher, Stottlemyre, Mel Stottlemyre. For the St. Louis Cardinals, batting first will be the center fielder, Kurt Flood. Flood, center field. Batting second will be the left fielder, Lou Brock. Brock, left field. Batting third, the first baseman, Bill White. White at first base. Batting fourth, it'll be Ken Boyer, the third baseman. Boyer, third base. Batting fifth, the shortstop, Dick Grote. Grote at shortstop. 
Batting sixth, the catcher, Tim McCarver. McCarver, the catcher. Batting seventh will be the right fielder, Mike Shannon. Shannon, right field. And batting eighth will be the shortstop, uh, second baseman, Maxville, Del Maxville, at second base. And batting ninth is the pitcher, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson continuing to throw down in a left field corner, and Stottlemyre throwing in the right field corner. Gibson throws very hard, a great fastball, slider, and a curveball. No trick pitches. Anytime he throws a change of pace, uh, it's a little bit of uh, under the uh, heading of news because he doesn't change speeds at all. If anything at all, he'll shift into a higher gear and really flip it up there. Stottlemyre. Johnny Keane made quite an observation when I asked him uh, if the book that the Cardinals had on the Yankees, if it was as accurate as he thought it would be, or were there any surprises? And he said that Stottlemyre, they knew he was a real good sinker ball pitcher, but they didn't know that he had as good a curveball that he has. If you remember in the game that Stottlemyre pitched, his last one out, he had a real good curveball and was getting a lot of strikeouts with it, as it appeared the Cardinal hitters were looking for the sinker ball. To the game action now, 25-year-old Lou Brock hitting second in the Cards lineup in the bottom of the first, Phil Rizzuto doing the play-by-play -play with Garagiola. And here is Lou Brock. Brock hitting 269, 7 for 26. Show you how loose this kid was. He was making jokes. He gave Pepitone a message to give Stottlemyre, Phil. The first pitch, he bunts. Close to the mound. Oh, Stottlemyre up close to first. They just did get him. Any place but back to the pitcher, he'd have a base set. He told Pepitone, he says, ask Stottlemyre if he knows today's weather forecast. And he said, what is it? He said, early shower. Oh, pretty clever. Trash talk aside, it was a sunny first for Stottlemyre, who kept the cards off the board. To the top of the second now, Gibson facing one of the great World Series hitters of all time. Mickey Mantle to lead it off for the Yankees. Here in the top of the second of the scoreless ball game, Bob Gibson threw only six warm-up pitches that time. He's saving his arm. First pitch to Mickey, a curve, a little low, ball one. First ball that Gibson has thrown in the ball game. Mick batting 350, has had seven hits and 20 at-bats. Gibson's next pitch, fastball on the outside corner, one-on-one. On deck, Elston Howard with Joe Pepitone to follow. One one delivery on the outside corner again. One ball, two strikes. Gibson said when he pitched to Madeline, New York, he tried to throw the fastball or everything away from Mickey, knowing that Mickey was having trouble reaching that outside pitch with that bad knee of his. Here's the windup. Fastball a little low. The count is even at two and two. Yankee hitters are trying to slow Gibson down just a little bit, stepping out of the box between pitches. 2-2 delivery is a curve. Strike three. Swing And there's a record that Mr. Gibson has just broken, as Joe Garagiola told you. He needed one strikeout to tie uh, Koufax's record for the most strikeouts in a series, and two to beat it, and that's his second strikeout of the ballgame. But there would be trouble for Gibson later in the inning. Two on, two out for Cleet Boyer. Gibson working a little slower here, in a little bit of a jam with runners at first and second. He's nodding his head, but continues to look in for the sign, taking a long time. Now he steps on the rubber. 
Checks Howard. His pitch, a ground ball is short. Rode to his right, bobbles it, picks it up, can't make a play. All hands are safe. Dick Rode reached three times for that ball. And when he reached the first time, he took his eye off the ball to look and see if the second baseman were at second. And couldn't quite locate it. It's an error charge to Dick Rode, and the bases are loaded. And it brings up Mel Stottlemyre. Mel has had one hit in seven at-bats, batting 143. And again, this fast infield is quite a factor in this ballgame. Ball was only hit a step or two to Groat's right, but he had trouble getting over there. All right, here's the windup. Pitch to Stottlemyre. Swing and a miss, strike one. Way out in front of a good slider thrown by Gibson. Boyer at first. Tresh at second. Howard at third with two out. Gibson quickly into the windup. His pitch, swing and a miss, set another slider, strike two. Quickly ahead of Stottlemyre. On deck, Phil ends. Gibson is ready. Strike three, swinging. That's the third strikeout for Gibson and a mighty big one. And at the middle of the second inning, the score is the Yankees nothing and the Cardinals nothing. To the top of the third, Paul Lenz, filling in for the injured Tony Kubek, reached on a leadoff single for Bobby Richardson. Now Kenny Boyer moves in at third. Bill White holding first against Lenz. They got to look for anything here. The stretch pitch to Bobby. Ground ball is short. Throat over to Maxwell for one. Back to first. Double play. And I want to tell you... Joe, that Maxwell showed me something there because that lens was coming right into him. Yes, sir. Uh, Roach gave him a good ball to handle about eye high, but he didn't have enough time to get out of the way, and the kid just planted his feet, stayed there, and Lenz was right in on top of him, and it was a fine double play. And Lenz took Maxwell out of the play, but after Maxwell had thrown the ball, and that ball was not hit too hard, and Richardson can go down that line. Let's jump ahead to the key frame now. The bottom of the fourth inning, still a scoreless game. For the Cardinals in the bottom of the fourth inning, it'll be Ken Boyer, Dick Grote, and Tim McCarver facing Mel Stottlemyre. Boyer struck out swinging his first time up. First pitch to Boyer. Lined right back through the middle. Base hit. And Stottlemyre could not get his glove down in time. He tried to. But it was by him, and it just missed hitting him off the right knee. A bullet back through the mound. And now the hits are even at three apiece. The batter is Dick Grote, who bounced to first base in the second inning. Dick Grote has a good eye and can hit and run any time in any given situation. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth. No score. Kenny Boyer at first. The stretch. The pitch is taken. Low ball four. And the Cardinals really have a threat going now with runners at first and second. Nobody out. And the batter, Tim McCarver. And the Yankee bullpen gets hot. Roland Sheldon, a right-hander, and Al Downing, a left-hander, are up down there. Howard out to the mound to talk with Stottlemyre. McCarver walked in the second inning. 
Now Boyer moves in a little bit at third base. Linz trying to hold Kenny Boyer close to second. Shaded over that way. The stretch. The pitch. Swing, ground ball. Pepitone's got it. Goes to Linz for one. Back to Solomon. Wild throw. And a run is going to score. A run scores. And the Cardinals lead one to nothing. On a hard hit ground ball, Pepitone took a base hit away from Macaba. Fired to Lynn, but Stottlemyre late getting over to first base, trying to keep his foot on the bag and backhand that ball. It got by him as Stottlemyre fell to the ground. The run scored and the Cardinals lead one to nothing. And Lynn's is charged with the error. Macaba is at first with one out. Grote was forced at second base. So the play goes, a forced play from three to six and give Linz an error. McCarver did not advance the second and here is Mike Shannon struck out his first time up. Deciding game of the World Series. Only one out, McCarver leads away. The stretch, the pitch, line to right center field, a base hit. There goes McCarver on second, mantle up with it, his throw comes in at second base and the Cardinals have runners at first and third. batter is Dal Maxville. Remember we had a situation like this with Maxville up there and they attempted a squeeze play. Howard going out to Stottlemyre, just a quick visit, and I'm sure that's one thing he reminds him of because the worst thing you could get out of it would be second and third and two outs with a chance for your pitcher at least to come up. That's right, Joe. They attempted it here and he fouled off the pitch the last time. All right, runners at first and third. One out, the cards lead one to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Runners lead away, the stretch. The pitch, the runner goes, the swing and the miss. The throw to second base will not be in time. The runner coming to the plate, the throw not in time. The double steal works. The Cardinals pull a double steal and score a run. And I want to tell you that was beautifully executed as McCarver got two-thirds of the way to second base and hesitated for a fraction of a second. At third base, Tim McCarver hesitated until Howard threw to second. Howard's throw was a little high towards the first base side of the bag, and Richardson could not get anything on the throw. The Cardinals pull a double steal, and they lead two to nothing. The pitch line to right field, a base hit. Vicky Mantle opens it, they're sending Shannon in to throw to the plate. Not in time, he scores, and Maxwell goes to second base. Holy cow, these Cardinals are red hot right now. Dal Maxville rifled a single to right field. And Vern Benson gave Shannon the green light, and Mantle's throw was just offline. It pulled Howard towards the dugout, away from home plate. Had the throw been right over the plate, Shannon would have been a dead duck. But Howard had to reach to his right for the play, and Shannon slid across the plate just as Howard went to tag him. Maxwell went to second on the throw to the plate. The batter is Bob Gibson. The Cardinals lead 3 to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Top five now. Mike Keegan pinch hits for Stottlemyre with one on and one out. Gibson ready for the payoff pitch. Here it is. It's low and inside, and he walked him. 
And that's the second walk given up by Gibson. Both of them here in the top of the fifth inning. And the batter will be Phil Linz. Linz bounced the third and beat out an infield single. One man out. And we're going to have some action in the Cardinal bullpen. Roger Craig, a right-hander, gets up. Fresh at second, Egan at first, one out. <clears throat> Gibson sets. His pitch is lying to right center field and coming in fast, Shannon. He makes the play to throw to second. He got him a double play, a great play by Mike Shannon. Took a base hit away from Phil Lins and turned it into a double play. Holy cow, that Shannon can fly. And the score now is the Cardinals three. The Yankees nothing. Leading off the bottom of the inning, Lou Brock hit a solo home run off Al Downing. Unfortunately, there are some audio issues, so that call is lost. The Cards added two more in the inning on an RBI ground out from Dick Grote and a Tim McCarver sack fly to take a commanding 6-0 lead. But the Yanks answered back in the sixth, unwilling to go down without a fight. St. Louis 6, New York nothing. We're in the top of the sixth. Richardson leading off the second base. Roger Maris a couple steps off first base. Mickey Mantle in that batter's box, right down the end of that bat. Gibson delivers. Swung on, hit deep into left field. Back goes Brock, back, back, back. That ball's a home run over the 379-foot marker in deep left center field. Driving in Richardson and Maris. Mantle comes in to score. It's now a 6-3 ball game. Man, he didn't swing hard at all at that ball, Phil. Just seemed to lay his bat out there. Just like he did yesterday, Joe, when he went to the opposite field, batting right-handed, hit one up on the roof. And we all know Mickey's got tremendous power to any field. And as we said earlier, Gibson had been pitching him away, so he's been going with the pitch. And that's exactly what he did. He went with the fastball outside, and he has just cut the Cardinal lead in half. Johnny Keene is out on the mound talking to Bob Gibson. He's got two right-handers warming up. Craig and Ron Taylor. Keene is going to let Bob Gibson in the ball game. The next inning, Bobby Richardson set a World Series record with his 13th hit, but Maris lined out to right to end the inning. In the bottom of the frame, Steve Hamilton struck out the first two he faced, then dealt to Cleet Boyer's brother, Ken Boyer. Hamilton shakes off the sign. Here's a 2-1 pitch to Ken Boyer. Swung on, deep in the left field, that ball is gone, home run! And that Cardinal bench with a welcoming committee greeting Ken Boyer as he puts another run on that scoreboard for St. Louis. It's now a 7-3 score, bottom of the seventh inning. And here is Dick Rhodes. Hamilton got two outs by strikeouts, and Boyer, with a count of two balls and one strike, hit one into the left field bleachers. To the top of the eighth, Gibson still on the mound, facing the heart of the Yankee lineup. Mickey Mantle, top half of the eighth inning. St. Louis Cardinals 7, New York Yankees 3. Bob Gibson. 
The pitch. Swung on. Missed strike one. Might have fouled Tipton. Sikori checks that baseball. Bob Gibson gets the sign from his young catcher, Tim McCarver. The pitch. Fastball. It misses. One ball and one strike to count. Bill White says something to Bob Gibson to settle him down. Bob Gibson fires that ball. The Cardinal bullpen gets up again. Sadeki and Craig. Here is the 1-1 pitch to Mantle. Swung on. High fly ball. Center field. Kurt Flood has got the beat on it. Waiting. Taps the glove. One out. This crowd with every pitch, with every out, building up to what they hope will be a Cardinal victory. The last World Championship Club, 1946. Right here in this ballpark, the Cardinals beat the Boston Red Sox. Elston Howard, the hitter, one out, nobody on. The pitch, outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Howard with one base hit, waits, the pitch. Swung on and fouled back. One ball and one strike. One ball, one strike, one out. St. Louis, seven. The New York Yankees, three. Gibson delivers. Howard swings and fouls it off. One ball and two strikes. Bob Gibson takes a look at his defense. They're shading Howard towards right center field is kind of a tip-off on the stuff that Gibson still has. There's a fastball swung on and missed. He struck him out. And this crowd roaring with every pitch, with every out. And that brings up Joe Pepitone. Bob Gibson has struck out seven men. He leads by four. Top of the eighth, St. Louis seven. New York three. Pepitone waits, Gibson delivers. Swung on and missed, strike one. Needless to say, you can almost tell the action by the crowd reaction. Bob Gibson getting his sign. A cool customer, he's ready, delivers. Foul back, strike two. Who strikes the count? Gibson quickly out in front of Joe Pepitone. McCarver indicating that there are two outs. Gibson way out in front of Joe Pepitone with a count of two strikes. Gibson ready. The pitch. Way outside. McCarver knocks that ball down. One ball and two strikes. Pepitone waves that bat. 
Gibson ready. The one-two pitch on the way. Swung on. Fly ball. Broad is going out. Maxville is going out. Flood in center field is coming in. Maxville and Flood, but Maxville makes the play. At the very last minute, Maxville makes the play to end the inning. And the score is St. Louis 7 and New York 3. Keen decided to let Gibson hit in the bottom of the inning to the delight of the Cardinal faithful. Pete Mickelson, the new Yankee pitcher, taking his warm-up tosses. Joe Pepitone goes over to talk to Bobby Richardson at second base. In the situation is McCarver at third base. Mike Shannon's at second base. There's one out. In the bottom half of the eighth inning, St. Louis out in front by the score of 7-3. And Bob Gibson's the hitter. for this right-hander here as this crowd appreciates him coming back with short rest. And he's gone eight innings so far. Takes a look down at his third base coach, Vern Benson. There is one out. McCarver's the base runner at third, Shannon at second. The infield is drawn in tight. The Yankees cannot afford to give up any runs. Mickelson will pitch off the stretch to keep an eye on McCarver. Gibson can handle that bat. Mickelson at the belt. Here's the pitch. Swung on. It deep and foul. Man, he got around on a fastball. And he hit it on the roof over everything. Way out in front. Gibson trying to get at least a fly ball. Pull one foul and strike one. Infield in. Mickelson gets his sign from Howard. McCarver leads off third. Shannon off second. Mickelson ready now at the belt. Checks the runners. The pitch to Gibson. Swung on a bouncing ball. Boyer third has it. They got McCarver hung up to Howard. Howard runs him back now. Flip. The ball gets away as it hits the runner. Now they got Shannon trapped. McCarver starts with a plate. It's Mickelson who's got McCarver trapped again. He runs him back, throws to the shortstop lens, and they finally get him with Shannon going back into second base. Gibson in the first base. The throw hit McCarver. It bounded away from uh, Boyer, but Shannon was there. When he headed back for second base, they had Shannon caught between second and third. McCarver saw this. He headed back towards the plate, and Mickelson very alertly backing off the play was at home plate. They threw. They had McCarver caught and finally tagged him out at third base. Play went from Boyer to Howard. Back to Boyer. Lenz, Mickelson. And Lenz at third base finally made the put out. So we got two outs. At second base, it's Shannon. At first base, it's Bob Gibson. The hitter is Kurt Flood. Line drive right at Cleet Boyer. Ball was well hit, but Boyer had him well played. That ends the inning. So the score is St. Louis 7 and New York 3. To the ninth inning now, and please excuse some of the audio issues. This tape has some wear to it. But Gibson looking to put the wraps on one of the great World Series performances. Tom Trash to lead it off. Top of the ninth inning. Bob Gibson has completed his warm-up tosses. Down in the bullpen, Sadecki and Craig start to loosen up. The pitch to Trash is a strike call. One strike. 
Fresh batting left-handed against Gibson. Top of the ninth. St. Louis, seven. New York, three. Gibson delivers. All tips, strike two, and listen to this crowd. Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The top of the ninth inning. Seventh game of the 1964 World Series. Bob Gibson taking plenty of time. A two-strike count on Tom Trash. Gibson ready. No pitch. One on a foul tip. He caught it and knocked the ball right off McCarver. And he still held the ball. Bill, I've never seen that play before. Well, that's two he's pulled today. Touching home plate for a fourth play. And knocked the glove off and caught it barehanded. McCarver's glove came off. And he still held the ball. So there is one out. Now it's Cleet Boyer. Eight strikeouts to Gibson. This World Series has had everything. The pitch by Gibson. Outside. Ball one. It's been fine pitching. Fine fielding plays. Great clutch hitting. Great defensive plays all over. One ball and one strike. Johnny Blanchard is in the on-deck circle for New York. Gibson ready. The 1-1 pitch to Boyer. This ballpark, needless to say, is bulging at the seams. Every strike, you can hear the roar. Bob Gibson getting a sign from his young catcher. The pitch. Oh, and outside. Two balls and two strikes. The fastball. Hit the dirt, you can see the dust fly up. Gibson. Letting out. Sadecki and Craig warming up in the Cardinal bullpen. Two balls, two strikes. Gibson ready. The pitch. Foul back. Count remains at two and two. St. Louis. Top of the ninth. One out. Carver rubbing up that baseball. The baseball season down to two outs. Gibson, a big, deep breath. Ready. The 2-2 pitch to Cleet Boyer. Line drive down the left field line. It is curving foul. A foul ball by Boyer. That ball was hit right on the nose. Curved foul. And the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Bob Gibson shakes off the sign. Gets a new one. Ready now. Cleet Boyer waits. The 2-2 pitch on the way. High and inside. Moves him back and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Johnny Blanchard swinging a couple bats in the on-deck circle. St. Louis seven. The New York Yankees three. Bob Gibson. Ready. Here's the payoff pitch to Cleet Boyer. Swung on. Fly ball. Deep to left field. Lou Brock is going back near the warning track. That ball is out of here. A home run for Cleet Boyer as he hit a 3-2 fastball. So it's now a 7-4 ball game. Cleet Boyer on a 3-2 fastball has just hit a home run into the left field bleachers. And now Johnny Blanchard will come up as a pinch hitter. 
Blanchard, the pinch hitter for Pete Mickelson. Blanchard, a left-handed pull hitter. That's the second home run for the Yankees. Mickey Mantle, a three-run homer. Boyer has just hit one. Brock and Ken Boyer have hit home runs for St. Louis. One man out. One run is in. Here is the pitch by Gibson. Swung on and foul back. Strike one. Seven to four, top of the ninth. St. Louis out in front. Gibson has gone all the way. Ready. Blanchard waits. Outside. One ball, one strike. Outfield deep, pulled around towards right. Infield is back. Maxwell just about on the edge of the grass. One one pitch. Swung on, a foul tip and a strike two. One ball, two strikes. There's one out, one run is in. Seven of four, St. Louis is out in front. Top of the ninth inning. Seventh game. This is it. Gibson ready, the pitch. Curveball, just did get a piece of it. Looked like Blanchard might have been fooled, but not enough that he couldn't get that bat out there to just get a piece of it. So he stays alive. It's one ball, two strikes. Time is called now. As the left field umpire, Vinnie Smith, wants the spectators to stay in the bleachers in left field. Everything's set now. Ready to go. Gibson delivers. Blanchard swings, misses, and there are two out. Nine strikeouts for Bob Gibson. Gibson in this series now struck out 31 men. Here is Phil Lynn. Fouls one right back here. And it's strike one. There are two outs. St. Louis, seven. New York, four. Two outs, top of the ninth. Bob Gibson delivers. Lynn swings. Fly ball, deep to left field. Lou Brock over near the line. Back, back. That ball is a home run for Phil Lins as Vinny Smith gives the sign. So Lins has hit a home run. And it's a 7-5 ball game. And it brings up Bobby Richardson. Two home runs in this inning. Johnny Keene pacing in the dugout. You know what's running through his mind. He'd like to see his pitcher get a complete game, but how far can he go? Yankees. Battling back like they've been battling all year. The Cardinals battling to win this game like they've been battling all year. Two evenly matched ball clubs. Two runs are in. Bobby Richardson, the man who has really been getting the base hits in this series, 13 of them. Time is called now. Once again, the Bleacher fans leaning over the wall. And the announcement is made that the game will be stopped until they get off the wall.
Bobby Richardson up there with two outs. Seven to five. He's got to get on to get the big bomber Maris up there to tie and run. Bob Gibson, ready, delivers. It's low, ball one. One ball, no strike. Roger Maris kneeling on the on deck circle with that big bat in his hand, waiting to get up there as Richardson takes the strike. One ball and one strike. This ballpark just bulging with every pitch. One ball, one strike. Richardson waits. Gibson delivers. Swung on, popped up. Maxwell at second base. Collingford makes the catch. The Cardinals win it. And this ballpark, complete bedlam. The final score is St. Louis 7, New York 5. And in a moment, we will review the highlights of the game for you. Graziola then reads a 60-second commercial for Gillette just seconds after the series had been won. So when you think ads are obnoxious now, remember, it was even worse then. Anyway, Gibson was named MVP behind his 31 strikeouts in three starts, two of them wins. At this point, the 28-year-old future Hall of Famer was just hitting his peak. He'd win Cy Young's in 1968 and 1970 and the NL MVP in 68 behind one of the greatest pitch seasons baseball has ever seen. It was also the last World Series for Mickey Mantle. He played in 12 series in all, hitting a still record 18 homers in the Fall Classic. Even with the addition of two rounds of playoffs prior to the World Series, he still ranks tied for fourth on the postseason home run list. After the series, the Yankees fired Barra and actually replaced him with his World Series adversary, the Cards' Johnny Keane. Keane would last just a year and a half at the start of the Yanks' long decline. Barra didn't manage for another eight years before taking over the Crosstown Mets in 1972. He won an NL pennant with the team in 73. If you'd like a podcast dedicated to a certain game or event, be sure to email pete.mccarthy at mlb.com. Thanks so much for listening. The Vault is shut.